When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. John! What? Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means. Hot route! I don't. What is hot route? Will you just go stand on the other side, please? Down! Ready! Down! Set! Hut! 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 Hit me! Booyah! That's what we call a sack lunch! Nom, 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 nom! It's time for the Soonerscoop.com postgame show presented by Eskridge Lexus in Oklahoma City. Eskridge Lexus is the official travel partner of Soonerscoop.com podcasts. Now, here's your road crew, Carrie, Eddie, and Bob, wrapping up all the action and reaction from this week's game. All right, welcome back. We are on the road from Lubbock, Texas, where the Sooners win it 51-46. to I believe that was the scores. I'm not really sure what I saw tonight. Uh, I'm not sure if that score is correct or not because uh, it was another crazy game in Lubbock. All right, first off, it is 3 in the morning except for the time change, which means it's 2 in the morning, which is bullshit. We all know. People just got out of the bars and stuff down here. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, you could stay an extra night in the bars, couldn't you? Uh, so we have the biggest night of the year. We have the road crew. Thanks to uh, Eskridge Lexus, gave us a, a fantastic car to drive. We'll tell you more about that. Eddie Radosevich, uh, Bob Presbillo. But I'm sorry that uh, to say this, it's not the biggest post game uh, p- guest Jeez. host that we've ever had. It hurts. <laughs> Just completely throwing him under the bus <laughs> here. Hurts. It's not, though. I mean, I'm sorry, but he is... Yeah, you don't You don't have, like, a billion <laughs> records. Yeah. Or I'm, do you? I just have a million. You haven't banged a lot of models and stuff. You didn't that to, you know of. Uh, that's Jason Kersey, <laughs> who I noticed was the star of uh, the franchise's some kind of high school memory yearbook that they do. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, Jerry a- Ramsey asked me to go do that. Uh, was that this week? It was last week. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was last week. Noble Ardmore game. <laughs> they bought me a chicken fried steak at Kendall's, so they could. D- I let them do whatever. I've never been to Kendall's. Well, I need you to go get there. Them. That's a big chicken fried steak. Will you let us do whatever if we just buy you chicken fried steak? <laughs> that kind of sounds sensual. <laughs> Okay, not whatever. We can maybe get rid of some people in the media I, if we if we knew that's all it took. I was, uh, let, let me rephrase. I was willing to let uh, Jerry uh, nope. make me do cheesy things on camera, like go to your mom's house go and look through a scrapbook. Yeah, yeah. For free <laughs> oh, trust right me, state. I watched this thing. God damn it! When I saw that Jason Kersey was involved, I watched this thing. I was hoping you wouldn't. <laughs> Does anybody on the beat know about this? I have no clue what you're talking about. Really? And you work for the franchise. I saw it. Just don't worry about it, man. I saw it. Don't worry about it. I saw it. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Anyway, we'll let that go. So, guys, uh, 51 to 46. It was a bizarre game because you start out and Kyler Murray throws two interceptions, and you're thinking to yourself – does he even know bad interceptions where he is or what he's doing? Or yeah. 
Like, is he gonna, is Lincoln Riley going to have to pull him out of the game, you know, at some point if this continues? In terms of worst starts, like, that was the worst-case scenario as far as this is the worst thing that could have possibly happened as far as digging yourself a hole and getting the crowd into the game. Like, I, I remember I went on the pregame show. Those and was crazy like, bastards in those stands. I mean... It was a hostile environment down there. <laughs> I think that's putting it lightly, too. Yeah, and you were down there. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was intense. I haven't seen that many tortillas thrown at the start of a game. They were uh, they were coming down pretty good. They were coming down at a pretty rapid pace. But they were those were two of the strangest interceptions just as far as unexpected, uncharacteristic, too. Because, I mean, he just threw them right at the guys, like, it seemed like. What did he see? Or, I don't know. You know what, what didn't he see? To me, the first one... He didn't see that guy dropping back in coverage. Like he, I don't know if he just, if in his own mind he was like, okay, that guy's nothing to worry about. So he didn't see him dropping back, and he, it was the perfect. It was kind of like every time OU decided that they were going to blitz Curtis Bolton, like Texas Tech just instinctively threw a flat pass to the running back out of the backfield, and it killed him every time. A screen, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it wasn't just the worst case scenario. It was, it was also completely unexpected. I mean, who could have? Who would have thought that Kyler Murray would even be capable of throwing two ugly interceptions like that right out of the gate? So when that happened and it was fourteen to nothing, I, I thought they might get run out of the building. Boat honestly, raced. is it is it fair to say there's very few teams in the country that could have dug themselves a fourteen nothing hole tonight in Lubbock? You mean in Lubbock and still came back and really? I mean, you have it. You're up with a minute left in the first half. Like they yeah. erased that that deficit rather quickly yeah without that and you know some of the stupid penalties i mean it's probably a a, a much more convincing victory they but. were they were lucky to get out of there with a win tonight as as poorly as they played as dumb as they played at times i mean the cd lamb thing we'll get into i'm sure was that was one of the biggest bonehead mistakes that i've seen an ou player make in a long time and then that stayed in the game especially. to stay in the game i <laughs> mean and they threw to they him threw it. I thought to him next play. Carrie, I thought you were right though. That is that is Lincoln Riley though. Like he wanted him to stay in there, and I guarantee you, he called that play to go straight to Ceedee Lamb to come back and try and make a play and get back in the game, get his head right. And I, it was just a strange game. We talked to CD after the game. He said that I think Kersey, you were staying in there. Yeah, he as owned far it. As, yeah, I mean, he owned he it owned and it. said that it'll never happen again. But which I mean, is about the best way you can handle something like that? But he handled it kind of like an asshole though on the field today. Yeah. I think he's gotten into that thing like, you know, if you're going to throw a flag on me for, you know, doing that handshake gesture with my teammate, if you're going to, you know, like it's become this thing where like the refs are against us, like they're out on the outside. Uh, and if they're not, it was so chippy. I think that, I mean, Cody Ford almost lost his mind tonight and he got a he got I'd a forgotten foul. about that part but there were other yeah. times where we were watching for the press box and we're like cody ford's about to get cody ford but he's about to get that second one he's out uh so it got really chippy bobby evans got one bobby evans got one uh, and i just think that it wasn't about cd lamb because he made the catch it was first and goal from the seven yard line they were up 35 31 duffy had come in the game they were getting ready to take control of things uh, and then he has 30 yards and penalties, and then they had three plays, and they were all terrible. And they end up punting the ball. From first and goal to seven to punting the ball to Texas Tech, that's what turned this game into a complete mess, I thought. Yeah, the third quarter or something, OU fans will never want to watch again. There were there were points where, I, I'll be honest, I didn't know if they were going to pull it out tonight. I mean, I, I thought that 
the third quarter, did they get conservative or did they just no? Move, they they just kept throwing the it deep. They kept throwing it deep. They wanted that was and they the home deal. run ball every single time tonight. Yeah, when you're no averaging sense. when you're averaging six yards a carry, I don't know why you have to rely on a guy's arm. I well, just, not just averaging six yards a carry, but their drives were like six plays, seven yeah. plays, ninety-five yards. I mean, seventy-five yards, and they were all like two or three-minute drives. Like you didn't need you needed to throw the short passes and let your guys run with it. Instead, it was like let's go for the home run. I didn't yeah. understand it. They had a ninety-nine-yard drive tonight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they did. And they did it quickly. <laughs> was that the um was it, was that the Lee Morris touchdown? Was yeah, that that the 46-yard yeah. touchdown for Lee Morris. Can we also just it. address that OU was a very fortunate beneficiary of a very unfortunate injury tonight to Alan oh, Bowman. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I uh, I hope nothing's, you know, serious with that, but I mean, it's scary. But but it collapsed along a second recurrence of that. But if that doesn't happen and Alan Bowman stays in, he's a lot better than Jet Tuffy. Oh, yeah. There's well, no doubt about that. What was weird is that happened, Curtis Bolton hit him near the goal line right before the end of the first half. And he went into the locker room and didn't notice it, went back out to throw a football around. Warming up, right? And he noticed, like, oh, noticed this he is the do it. same right. thing that I had before. And ESPN, I guess, spent the entire game talking about how a football, a stray football hit him in the head. Yeah. Ugh. That was weird. Who oh, was the sideline reporter for this uh, game? I, it was my man Todd, Todd McShay, and we had a Todd nice, McShay. we had a very nice moment on the sidelines tonight. Todd, Todd, Todd. I hope Todd, that Todd. it. I hope that's not true. Let's blame it on uh, Bob Greasy's son, who I heard was absolutely awful tonight. And let's correct Jason because that ninety-nine yard drive was Carson Myers touchdown. Thank oh, you very much, Lord. Clean uh, yourself uh, up, Bob. That was uncalled for. <laughs> I'm gonna get kicked off the podcast for. No, we know. encourage Carson Meyer shaming. Well, Carson Meyer negated the touchdown with a really bad drop later. Oh, that was a bad drop. But he also made a he also catch made a behind, his, behind back. his back, which was really was nice. A that was a really nice. A I really don't nice, even have to talk. Nice grab. Exactly. Thank you. Let us move on. Well, okay. I just want to say I walked over to you after the drop, and I said he just negated the touchdown, and you went, yeah, he did, he did. You gave up. You gave up on well, Carson did. Meyer pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, but then he <laughs> redeemed himself, and now he's still one of the greatest players in all of college football. It is really strange tonight. They went with uh, Jeremiah Hall and Carson Meyer in a lot of formations. Yeah, they tried to go big a couple times, I thought. that the I guess it was the first uh, scoring drive, the little throw little to Hall. wheel pass to Jeremiah Hall. That was a nice play call. It was third down. I said, when that happened, I said, oh my God, they broke out the Dimitri Flowers playbook. Yeah, they might have. That might have been straight from the Dimitri Flowers. He doesn't have the the, the speed as uh, no. Dimitri Flowers, but no. uh, it was it was just a weird game. Weird shit happens out here in Lubbock. Like, I, 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 like people running onto the field? What happened with that? The guy walked right in front of me when they were taking him off oh, the yeah? field. Oh, yeah? Okay. I, I didn't see what happened. So, I guess some some kid got arrested. Apparently, and they, a very very drunk college kid. Yeah, he looked like he. It looked like it probably wasn't his first arrest either. I don't know if that's saying much about the kid, but it looked like he had his own fair share I, of trouble. I always like it Texas Tech to go down on the field before the game, and I didn't this time because I was afraid I was going to get rained on. So I didn't get a feel for for the atmosphere, but it seemed like it was pretty intense. You know, it never really did rain. It like started sprinkling for a minute, and I texted you guys, and then yeah. it stopped out of nowhere. It was their it was their version of a stripe the field tonight the blackout the blackout 
Of course, they were all wearing black. Oh, and, there were some people know, that were blackout for sure. Yeah, one of them was on the field. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah, well, that happened right after Robert Barnes, so we were all trying to make sense of what just happened it was on the so field. Weird. And then we're like, wait a minute, what, what is this? What is this guy doing? All right, you mentioned Robert Barnes. Uh, before we do that, let's get to this. this Cursey, this is called a sponsored segment. So uh, here we go. We don't have ads on the athletics, so. Do you guys do a podcast? <laughs> do you have a message board? No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that didn't bring him on here for us to talk shit on the athletic, but okay. I'm, a, do that. I'm an athletic subscriber. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> all right, all right. Jersey. Get to your sponsorship. I'm sorry. I derailed things. We're sorry, Stuart. Eskridge Lexus is all about embracing the best. That's why they are the official travel partner of the Soonerscoop.com podcasts. So it's time for us to recognize the Sooners best with our Eskridge Lexus Player of the Game. All right, it is time for our Eskridge Lexus Player of the Game, uh, which is apropos because we arrived here in a 2018 uh, Lexus RX 350. Uh, they are the best-selling luxury SUV on the market right now. I can see why. Uh, they've got a very limited number of 2018s remaining at Eskridge. Uh, but the ones they do have have huge rebates and dealer discounts. Uh, and Ed told me what they were. They're really good deals. Uh, they've got a, a bunch of 2019s that are there, and there's more on the way. Uh, but the 18 and the 19 are very similar. So if you want to get a, a, a great SUV, a 2018 RX 350, Eddie, how is the back seat in this one? Eddie is our backseat expert. It was beautiful. I I didn't get any cup sleep. Holders in it, I think. it had some cup holders. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I don't know if that's the selling point though. The cup holders. I thought it was a very comfortable ride. Uh, we uh, we we pulled in tonight. I I'm probably going to be using the uh, services of the sleeping on the way home tomorrow yeah. on Sunday. So uh, we'll get a better report on the unofficial forty. But I thought that <laughs> I thought that it was a very comfortable ride. I. I, I charged my phone the entire time. It was it was a beautiful situation. I love this car because it has the heads up display, so it shows you like up on the screen. You don't have to look down at anything. Yeah, you said that. I I can't. You have to like sit behind I, I me. Don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it's really talking about. You can't see it because I heard you talking about and that. It gives you like can't if you're see getting it from out of your lane, there. it gives you the warning. And that's then it incredible. Tells, what, like when you go into uh, like because you come out here, you drive through all these small towns. So it's like you're going 75, and then boom, you're going 60. Boom, you're going 35. It, the readout shows you when you're when you're when your speed zones change. That's incredible. It's pretty awesome. I don't know how they do that. I don't know what little people live inside this car. <laughs> Where's Lexus made? <laughs> Japan. That's what I was. I thought. That's what okay, I thought. Sponsored segment. I was going to say something. Sponsored segment. All right. Uh, so player of the game. Easy. My God, is it easy? Yeah, it's easy. Just because he did something never been done in history? In the history of Oklahoma quarterbacks. I mean, that's... I don't I think, think it's he's talking about Trey Sermon. I'm talking about Sermon. I think it's Sermon. It's not even close It's not even close being Trey Sermon. It's, it's Kyler Murray. He's the first OU quarterback in the history of the school to throw for 300 and run, and for, run 100. for 100. He also threw two horrendous <laughs> interceptions. Yeah, but he got him back in the game, didn't he? And when they needed to close the show, who'd they go to? Sermon. I could have run behind that offensive line. Ten tonight. carries, ninety-eight yards, two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Boy, I say that. I mean, like we've watched Tech, and I'm sure you've watched a lot of Tech, you guys. I don't know how much you've watched. Um, I was really impressed with how much better they seem to be on defense this year, but their run defense is as bad same, as same anybody stuff. else. Same stuff, different day for Tech defense. I thought. 
from well, a from that's a. That's OU's offense is doing the same. They did it to Texas and oh yeah. I mean Texas and West Virginia had, had a classic a bit of a shootout had today, a, but yeah. I mean big balls, Dana Holgerson. Big big balls. You want to win the game? It's a classic quote. It's the best. I, I'm I'm gonna watch that video. You know, anytime I'm like I need some inspiration. <laughs> I love it. It's pretty awesome. It's kind of like Vision Quest with me. Um, Kyler, really? I mean, he, I, I disagree. 300 completely. and 100, that's insane to me that no other quarterback's done that. But I guess it makes sense because any, any quarterback that was running for 100 damn sure wasn't throwing for 300. Who was the best receiver tonight, just big game-wise? Morris. Yeah, Morris had a Lee. pretty big night. Two touchdowns. It wasn't Brown. Over it wasn't 100. Lamb. I think Marquise Brown's still very banged up. I think he is too. No, he I, is. I got he, the same impression. He, I, you know, I do that thing where I look down on the field and see who who all's taped up. He still had tape on the outside of his shoe. There was a couple times too ankle. that it looked like he, the one that he uh, one handed that ended up being called incomplete. Correct. He was he limped off there. He it did. looked like he was hamstring, hamstring injury. Yep. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Which was another debatable. I I thought the officiating tonight, and I would hate being that guy, but I thought the officiating between. What the shit show that we saw down in Austin this afternoon and the officiating tonight in Lubbock, I thought it was a just a terrible day for the Big 12. Outside of the Parnell, then the Parnell Motley pass interference was bad. That was bad, yeah. bad, bad. But outside of that, I, I didn't think it was that bad. There was a blatant. Was it? I thought there was a blatant hold thing. on the uh, on Kenneth Murray on the yes on the end around there right before halftime, right before the uh, pass interference call. Uh, I thought the uh, the pass interference call that was waved off was terrible. The targeting call was terrible. Right. I, I need someone who watched TV to say why it wasn't targeting. Like what? Uh, the I mean, you was. could probably you could probably make the argument that he led with his shoulder, but I don't know. The what only targeting thing I can think is of is if Calcaterra right because he was going down to the ground. Like yeah. I don't know. Calcaterra I mean, judge. Calcaterra I mean, is just getting beat up. He's got to learn to take a hit. Bastard. He got to go with the hit. He got. <laughs> Not Learn embrace. to take a hit. I think no, no. most of us would have had broken ribs. I'm if saying we took go, that hit go tonight. with it. Kind of roll with the punch like a boxer, so you don't take. Do the you full know brunt. what physics are? If something <laughs> is going in one direction at a high rate of speed, and another thing is going in the opposite direction at a high rate of speed, there's no rolling with it. Yeah, he. Not I mean, silly putty. Oh, that was unnecessary. You, you, were, you were worried about me. That was. That there was nothing he could have done about that. That was, I mean, well, he, not that one. He but got, there, there's he been got others. led into it. I was worried that you were going to go after him. That's your OC, man. It hurt me and below my pants just watching <laughs> him getting helped off the field. I just realized that the way we do this on the road, there's no marking. I got to manually catalog this shit. I, mean, I was warned not to use any up. F-bombs. Then don't waste that's it. That's why I well, thought it was worth if it. If you guys want to go with Trey Sermon, that's fine. But I, I do think that Kyler Murray's name needed to be thrown out yeah. there. If you went with a defensive MVP tonight, I know it's tough. Is it Robert Barnes? It has to be, because right? Because of the two-point conversion? And only because of that. There really was nothing else that stood out from Well, no, and this is what I asked Ruffin about after the game. Um I think what Robert Barnes did tonight was huge because the last couple of games, we've talked about this, like he's brought a much-needed physical presence to that secondary. And the question we had going into this thing is, can Robert Barnes survive against a team like this? 
I thought he did. I mean, I, I don't I I don't remember a lot of times tonight where I was just like, Oh, Robert Barnes screwed up again. Like I I didn't think he had a bad game. No, for the most part, I thought it was it was just a strange night in that. I think Jordan Parker did some good things at times. I'm going to get killed for this, too, probably. But I didn't think the defense, like, I kind of agree with Riley in that I didn't think they just played awful tonight. They did in the first half. They gave half. up a shit ton of yards. But, I mean, two touchdowns, what did the Tech have to drive? 20 yards? Yeah, but if, if that? Alan Bowman's in the second half. We're talking I, like 62, 50, like 55. That's what, that's what I think. I mean, I think Bowman made such a big difference when he was gone. He did. But, but at the same sure, time, again, when you're down 14 nothing to start the game. You take take those two tur- take the two touchdowns early away. I mean, and granted, they could have very well drove down the field and scored. But True. I mean, I I don't know. I I just didn't get that feeling of at the Cotton Bowl a month ago is like these these guys can't get a stop. They can't stop anybody. That's true. They did get a few stops. The same feeling I have is Trey Brown needs to never leave the field. Yeah, he. I mean, it, I don't it, know why they ro- it, they still rotate him in and out, keep yeah, him on the field. Do you think you know? You always hear about it with kickers, like once a kicker goes bad, it's hard for them to get it back. You know, whatever in their head. It, it seems to be that way with Parnell Motley to me. I mean, He's I'm, like I'm Michael Honeycutt. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I mean, and you know. He seems like a great guy, and you know I don't want to I don't want to sit here and bash him, but I wonder a lot of times why he's on. That's the field. what we do. I, I want I really wonder why he's <laughs> on the field. I mean, the, he got screwed on the interception and the pass yeah. interference, but outside of that, I mean, the guy just gets beat all the time. And and the the really messed up thing about it is, Jason, I feel like sometimes he's in great position. Like he get like the the one that uh, didn't get overturned the mm-hmm. the long pass play he gets his hand in there I yeah. I mean other than ripping the ball out which you just have to do yeah like there's nothing else he can do about it yeah and I I think part of that is just being a little bit smaller than everybody else I he just doesn't have that strength to be able to knock the ball away or to be able to knock the ball out of a guy's hands mm-hmm. and you know that's just well, kind of like it, it is what it is that play you're talking about. Uh, well, not that you're talking about the play that that highlights kind of what you're talking about in terms of him just kind of losing it is when he is literally diving at someone's oh, legs that was bad. in the end zone, knowing that there is no chance. Like it's, I remember and that was on fourth down too. Yes, like that was a good pass interference call, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That, but a lot of people on Twitter were telling me that it Why? was a bad call. Those people were the high. one where he's tackling the him? one where he dove at his leg. Oh my god! Yeah. It was a. Uh, yeah, it, was, it was yeah. It was nothing a ref could do. He had no choice. That was yeah. the most blatant pi of the night. I know. I'm just saying. A lot of people in my mentions didn't agree. Those people had just come in from a victory sig. They were high. <laughs> well, they were that, high. And what happened, if you get one or two bad calls, you start to imagine three or four more. That's true. That didn't really happen. Especially with corners. But I, I just wonder if, I mean, with a guy like that, can he get it back or is it too far gone for him? I, I, well, I really if you don't wanna, know. If you want to get deeper, and I, I, we don't have to delve into this whole subject, but that I'm goes sorry, into I don't the, mean to get us off well, on a tangent. No, here. that goes into the secondary issue of the longer you stay in this program, the worse you get. That's just a flat-out fact right now. Under, yeah. under this regime, under this defense – the longer you stay in it, the worse you get as a player. You, that and that's the development side of it. That's why Mike Stoops got his ass fired, and you know that's 
another discussion for another day. But you're right. I mean, yeah. the longer he's been around, the worse he's got. Well, I mean, I think about who who has started as a freshman at corner and then gotten better. And I mean, well, I, I mean, mean Jordan, Stan, Stan Von Taylor. Jordan Thomas uh, is the poster boy. Jordan, Jordan Thomas. Um, who was the guy that got torched by Tulsa in 15? Stan Vaughn? No, no. No, it no. was um, in 15. Uh, P.J. and Banasaur. P.J. and Banasaur. I mean, you know, I don't know. Dakota Austin. No, Very we've, weird. We've had this discussion before. The only ones, the only guys that stood the test of time in recent memory are Aaron Colvin and Zach Sanchez. Yep. Yeah, that's right. And Aaron Colvin was hurt literally like half of his career. Yeah, Sanchez was they had, too. and he's they had, making about fifty million dollars now. Yeah, they and you know to, what? People people were so always so mad at Zach Sanchez because he wasn't a physical corner, but it's like he you're not you can't have it both ways. Like I don't you're not gonna have physical corners. Those peop those are unicorns. Do you remember when uh, they made Sanchez or not Sanchez Colvin come in and play? Against Tyler Lockett with like one arm, yes, because yes. Cortez Johnson, <laughs> because uh, Cortez, because Tyler Lockett became Cortez Johnson's daddy that day. Uh, good times. <laughs> anyway, that was what did he have like 177 yards at half or yeah. something? <laughs> yeah, there have been some all timer bad cornerback. I mean, Julian Wilson, 2014 against Baylor. It's probably the most famous God, we're one. we're sending people into PTSD. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. I, this is my fault. I'm Here's sorry. Wesley had 12 catches for 199 yards. It was close to being one of those nights. I will say this. Hakeem Butler had a really big day today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he did. He literally game. made a guy retired at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> and get their coach David fired. getting He's fired He's getting tomorrow. their coach fired because of what he did today. Those poor bastards. David Beatty's the lucky one out of this whole situation. Yeah, he's probably going to be like Mike Stoops. He's he's going to be like after he's finally fired, he's going to be like, yeah, I'm feeling better now. Is there? <laughs> do you think there's like a? Uh, you think there's like a a place that all coaches go after they get fired and just hang out for a week? And there's a bunch of like like kind of like a brothel almost, but you can just go and like like let loose for like a week after you get fired. It's like I think they, they have a place have to get like a hall pass to go to this thing yeah, with your you, wife. Yeah, for sure. And like you, they have like a at the front desk, they have a place where you can insert your check that you're getting <laughs> getting paid out like your uh yeah, they your, buy your buyout. Yeah. They use their buyout money to all buy plane tickets. They probably all go hang out at the same place. That's and, what I'm talking about. Yeah, and they walk every week and watch the games together. I'd get fired to go see that. To go that see sound, it? That sounds like a Scoop HD special. Yeah, participate. <laughs> God. You have a buyout? No, if I did, though, that's what I'm saying. It'd be awesome. You have to work at The Athletic to get a buyout, Bob. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so we've talked about the player of the game. I, I think there's a pretty good debate to be had for, for the uh, Coop Aleworks play. Of the game. If I turn the freaking mic on. The stats are in. Now it's time to grab a Coupe Aleworks beer and raise a glass to our play of the game. All right, it's time for the Coupe Aleworks play of the game. Uh, I I don't know if there's a debate here. Because I, I, I'm just, I think Robert Barnes has the play of the game. I mean, if they tie the game right there at uh, 42-42, is that what it would have been? Yes. Then that crowd, those buttholes pucker a little bit more. 
Uh, and then when you make that play, it basically allows you to say, yep, we're Oklahoma. This is what we do. Wasn't it just so strange that even when Tech was down by eight, it, nobody in the stadium, I felt like, thought Tech could come back and win. I don't. It, I thought it was just very strange the way that that whole game unfolded. And, and then something for them, else had that. Like they had to get an onside kick in order for, for them that not to be ready for the onside. In. I mean, they're lucky that they called the uh, timeout because weird. they weren't gonna. They weren't gonna get that. They, uh, Tech was gonna recover that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think that the Robert Barnes play was a, definitely a game changer in, in that it was so unexpected that it pushed everything over uh, into a realm of. Kind of gave everybody a, an easy sigh of relief almost. It's a four-point swing. And yep. then you got to give the assist to Trey Brown on the blocking during that play. Yeah, it was a hell of a play. Hell that of was an really play. nice. And it's funny, too, because Robert Barnes is running his ass off. And he's and, so slow compared to Brown. Trey Brown's like jogging to, to let him stay up with him. It's kind of like, uh, this is a bad example for you guys. It's kind of like that uh, scene on the beach in Rocky Three. When Apollo Creed, they're running on the beach, and Apollo Creed's like running with him, and Rocky just looks like a super slow white guy. So Apollo Creed like starts running backwards, and he's still faster than Rocky. Well, he, I, I think mean, Bob's Rocky the only was one that understands Rocky my was analogy. a super slow white guy, wasn't he? Well, he wasn't after he kept working with Apollo Creed on that beach. That's I always right. wonder if there were some steroids in that movie that we just didn't <laughs> There's see. There's no wondering. There absolutely was by everybody. I have never seen any of the Rocky movies. My God, get off this podcast. That's it. You're done. None of them. Are you gonna have have, have you seen Creed? Are you gonna see Creed two? No, Jason. It's okay. Boxing's really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dead sport. Sorry, Bob. No. Eddie's gonna piss me off really <laughs> fast. <laughs> you know what they call boxing now? UFC. UFC cage fighting, which is another really dumbass sport. <laughs> so we're, we're talking Barnes. If Barnes didn't happen, I actually would have said the Hall catch because that game was Spire just getting right out of control. Yeah, if they don't pick that up, it's fourth yeah. down, all of a sudden you're punting down 14 to nothing. And yes. but You Barnes, really start digging yourself yeah. a big asshole. But the Barnes play trumped it. I guess the from the other side of it, I mean, obviously that was the play of the game. Of uh, the play of the game on the other side, the negative side of it probably would have been the CD Lamb thirty yard. Oh sure, because yeah. you're going in to score and you know go up by twelve, and all of a sudden you have to punt after first and goal from the seven. You know what my initial thought was when that happened was, holy crap, he just got himself thrown out of the game. Same here. Well, he the, kicked the I, guy. Well, I thought that two. Personal fouls. What what is the rule? Well, if, am, am it, I, like it has to be. Uh, what is it? Well, one was unsportsmanlike. Un- unsportsmanlike. Has to be two unsportsmanlike. Oh, so the unnecessary roughness didn't right. count. That's the. That's just a. <laughs> I don't. You know, it's like a I, flagrant one or a two. When yeah. they were calling two fouls on him, I thought he was oh, going to get kicked out. Of the I did game. too. I and out. then he and then he just his ass stayed out on the field. I was like, holy. Here's a deal. I don't. C.D. Lamb just did not have a very good day. Period. No, he got he got frustrated I mean, early. He had those well, two drops early, and I think that that well, really kind of set him off. He had the drops, but then uh, Kyler's first interception. He got lit up. He, he really? should not have fielded that punt, remember? Oh, yeah. Early in the game. Yeah. He he made some bad That's decisions on special teams, too. Yeah, and then the one that, uh, yeah. that got down. Is, is the one that you're talking about that got downed at the one? 
Well, that's a different one. I'm talking the other about one, he just f- runs off, and I mean, right. he could have blocked the guy, and the ball rolls into the end zone. I'm talking about the very first punt after the first that he caught. He, that he caught, caught it. it at oh the yeah, three he and caught it yeah. at the three. I got you. I got you. Like, I mean, he he made he just didn't have a very good day. No, uh-huh. he he had a really rough day, and I guess you know it's going to happen. He's a sophomore, but from a guy that with that much experience, a little disheartening to see. Just really his kind of his sole performance was a little bit of a representation of just the middle collapse for the entire team, I thought. Yeah. And offensively, which we we don't ever see. I mean, this is – that's what we see out of the defensive side of the ball. We, we yeah. never see I – mean, you come off two games where you're like, wow, these the offensive defense, were, you know, they played complimentary football. Uh, one did well and the other did well and just made everybody better. Today's the first day that you can ever say, yeah, the offense – they mentally they lost it a little bit, and it was C. Lamb, it was Cody Ford, uh, it was Parnell Motley, it was Kyler Murray, which is funny. And they still scored fifty-one points today. Yeah. And but I, with that but, said, but as bad as they played against Texas, it never fell apart mentally. No, I mean Kyler threw a pick in that game. But. Oh no, they 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 got stronger as the game went on in in Dallas today. I felt like it just kind of leveled out and thank God that they have a really good offensive line that, you know, Trey Serving can run behind. I was disappointed that we didn't see more Kennedy Brooks. I mean I was too. I think he could fit him in a lot more. I mean I think it, it could only make I mean Trey Serving had two hundred and six yards or whatever, but Yeah, he played really good. That's the thing but, you about you know he broke a career record where he had twelve carries and he had what today? Twenty twenty six. Twenty six? Yes. So, yeah, I mean, still 7.9 yards per carry. I mean, that's unbelievable. But, I mean, that's the thing is that, you know, we it's like, why didn't we see more of this guy? Well, Trey Sermon did have a good day, but, I mean, if they'd have got Kenny Brooks the ball more, I think that, you know, maybe that would have helped him put it away a little earlier. Well, maybe instead of throwing deep and trying to rely on hitting mean. the deep yeah. ball, give Kennedy yeah, Brooks a couple a carries. a strange third quarter. Sometimes that will happen. As good as Lincoln Riley is, sometimes it seems like, and especially, I think, I don't think that he was like egged on by by uh, Cliff Kingsbury across the field, but it's almost like they were trading trading moves almost a little bit. It's like, well, I'm going to one up you here, and instead of sticking with a, it was a, a game plan on the ground, other, yeah. it it seems like it's like I'm going to try and outduel you here and and show that my quarterback has the bigger arm. Well, look, or Bowman like was going to throw the ball sixty times tonight if yeah. he had been healthy because that was their best option. Well, Tech can't run the ball. Was I mean, dropping him back and throwing because it was it was working. They they just can't run the ball. No, oh, he's actually been pretty decent against the run. Oh, sure, that yeah, they definitely have. I just by the way, uh, Q Overton not good tonight. Bad night. Do we know that? Are you looking at focus? No, I'm just. I mean, I'm looking at, with my eyes. Like I did. I mean, tonight. he ran down. He ran down a couple, couple plays out on boundary. If we're gonna talk about individuals, <laughs> let's do our stock report. Whose stock is up and whose stock is down? It's time for the AMC Mortgage Stock Report. If you're on the move, check in with AMC Mortgage for all your home loan needs. All right, it's time for our most popular segment, the uh, Kyle McCord uh, with AMC Mortgage, the uh, stock report. And uh, tell you a little bit real quick about Kyle. If you guys... uh, 
are uh, in the market for a mortgage. Uh, Kyle's a good friend of mine. Uh, he's done a lot of loans for uh, a lot of my on-air colleagues. And uh, he and his team have been originating loans in Oklahoma together for over 16 years. In addition to standard conventional, FHA, VA, and jumbo financing, Kyle and his team also specialize in first-time home buyers and loans requiring down payment assistance. Give them a call, 405 623 3802. That's 405 623 3802. That's Kyle McCord with AMC Mortgage, NMLS number 126166, an equal housing opportunity lender. Well, we, we said it earlier. I mean, I'll start it off. Stock up Jeremiah Hall, just because that's the most that he's played all year, had a big catch, was in a lot of formations. It just, I mean, just. You can tell. I mean, he's a guy that's been working behind the scenes in practice to get more time on the field, and it showed out tonight. For sure. He's someone that's been just a blocking guy, usually at the goal line. And this time, you know, not only did he make the catch, but he was involved in a lot of plays where he was a legit receiver. They just didn't find him. It was weird when they had Meyer and Hall both going out four passes, but they must have – saw something that they thought they could take advantage of that. They're obviously phasing Meyer out, right, for Hall. <laughs> you shut your mouth. <laughs> I want to get white guys off the off the field, I heard. <laughs> that's I why they, that's that. why they keep throwing the ball over the middle to Grant <laughs> Yeah, they, they're trying to get him killed. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This segment well, of Is This Racist is brought to you by <laughs> Eddie Radosevich. Brought to you by Lubbock, where Confederate flags fly free. We saw a Confederate flag on the way out here. Yeah, I had to take a picture of it. I tweeted it out. Uh, I it, saw a couple on my drive. Oh, look at those. Some type of lights coming we this way. We got lights. Might have been a shooting outside of Aliens. our uh, hotel. There was a dude just sitting out there in his car. Was there? Yeah. If they if they come in here, should we uh, go out and give a live report? Oh, they are coming in here. Yikes! Oh Jesus! What is going on? I'm gonna run. Is to that the an w- ambulance? I'm gonna run to the window. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll go next. I'll go uh, stock up for Jordan Parker. No idea he was gonna make the start. Tonight he did whiff on that tackle. I understand yeah, it was pretty that. bad whiff. He had a couple pass breakups and he didn't look like he didn't belong out there. You know, Khalil Houghton's been. They didn't steal Lexus, did they? <laughs> I think they're next door. Even though Houghton hasn't been making a lot of big time plays, he's been stable. And for him not to be out there, Jordan Parker did a great job of stepping up and doing what he needed to do. Jordan Parker needs more opportunities. I I know the. The dive on the long touchdown run was pretty pathetic, but it, I think he needs more opportunities. He's just, I mean, he's just, it's taken him longer, I think, to come back from that injury than I think anybody thought. Yeah, and he has. seem like, I've never got the impression like, uh, oh, you should see Jordan Parker. He's all, you know, he's really coming back into form. It's been more like people making excuses like, well, you know, it just, he, he just hasn't quite been the player that he was before the injury. Right. I, it, I don't know. I mean, it's tough. The, the secondary is just – they get beat up a lot. It is what it is. And <laughs> there's nobody else to blame anymore. Sorry, Mike. It was it, – it just like – It, it makes is people what, very angry too. That, that, that there's nobody else yeah. to blame. 
I mean, we it get is. a lot of residual blaming, Mike, that shows up in other ways on the board. <laughs> Psychos. Blaming yeah. us for no recruiting news when nothing yeah. was going That's on. That's part of it. Yeah, that happens a lot. Well, I mean, goddamn. It, it just it, – it seems like – they got their work cut out. I mean, obviously, they're playing. They got Bedlam next week. That's not going to be a problem. Kansas, I don't even know why they're going to play that game. Uh, and then you have Morgantown. And, I mean, it's going to be tough. And I, I think it's it's starting to look closer and closer to the idea that OU and West Virginia are playing back-to-back weeks. Yeah, I think they are. Which is just so Big 12. So Big 12. Watching Will Greer play today, like, he might have a field day against the other. Oh, he yeah. will. Are you he kidding will. me? I mean, man. He, he he's tore good. up that tech defense. That touchdown, that last touchdown pass. Oh, it was a great pass, yeah. Oh, see, yeah, I didn't see girl. it. I didn't see it. I, I only saw the uh, two-point yeah, conversion. you gone down to the field. I only saw the two-point conversion because they were showing it up on the big board. Which was strange in of itself. While both teams are warming up, that they're showing really it strange. on like, the big board. They do that, they do that in Norman. Yeah, but OU no. is sitting watching the two teams. Not when the teams get out there. Yeah, they do. I know for a fact. They've shown I've I've watched games down there before. But what I'm saying is to to sit there and show OU the two teams that they're fighting the hardest for to to wind up in the Big 12 championship with and to see one team beat the other, like that's got to kind of mess with your head a little bit. Well, if you're soft, it, I guess it would. <laughs> Maybe that's why Kyler threw those two interceptions. Preston? He was thinking too much about Texas, West Virginia. I was thinking he was in on the take. I was about to have a word with him. (laughs) What what was the spread on this game? 14? I was at 14 14 and a half. 13 or 14? It hovered. It hovered. It opened at like 11 and then went up to like 14 and then it came back down. So. Yeah, so I mean, you there think was... Kyler had some money on no. on the Red Raiders? He's got enough you're money without having a point <laughs> shave. No. He's buying $1,000 shirts. That was How did joke, you find that shirt, by the way? I got it sent to me by somebody. Is it is it like a... Can you only buy it like in a boutique? Like, the, the, can you not buy it online? I'll tell you what. The, 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 the advertisement for it, it just pisses me off just looking at it. Like the the, the male model, uh huh, just a f- loser, just a just a huge like loser. he looks like he's he's homeless or mm, kind of and but it's, he, it's he like has a, that like I'm home, too cool to he has that like model look dress to him. It's just like somebody that like blue steel. Yes, if you saw him like at the bars or something, you'd be like, this guy's a douchebag. <laughs> this guy's a douche. He gets ass beat in Lubbock. I'll tell you that right now. He wouldn't be hard enough to even walk the streets. Did you see a lot of hardos up in the stands? Yes. I mean, there was a lot the, of... The people uh, that, that help uh, make this the murder capital that it is? Well, I just told Nate. I, Nate Fagan from Channel 4. I told him I turned to him at one point. I was just like, look at these people. Just look at these people. <laughs> but that's this the thing. So it's not tech. all students that show this up. so tech. It's also the dude that, you know, is the bouncer on the weekends... Yeah, at, you know, Los Carnitas or whatever. All seventy bucks that he made over the week. Like we just got really racist. Oh, well, I mean, it is Lubbock, so it just it's a it's a fun town to come to. But I'll be ready to leave in the morning and not come back for two years. Jason's starting to be worried that he could get fired from his job for being on this podcast. No, not at all. Jason hasn't said anything. <laughs> not I'll, at all. I'll stomach it. I'll I'll shoulder the load here. Jason, I, you didn't give a stock up uh, nomination for the day. Uh, 
I'll yeah, go. Well, I'll, I, I didn't give one either. I'll let you think about it real quick. Okay. All right. I'll go with. Is, is it weird to say Trey Sermon? Because I was no, I was no, starting no. I was starting to kind of level towards Kennedy Brooks as being the the quote unquote one A. It's not weird to give a guy stock up when we've been questioning whether he should be the starter. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I'm going to go stock up with Trey Trey Sermon because I thought he was uh, phenomenal today. I thought even early I thought he had he ran the ball really well and that was. A, that was pretty important, I thought, because if the run game isn't there today, and all of a sudden, I mean, I was just, I was, I was completely shocked that they fell into. They don't a, come back a if hole the run like game's that. not there. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I was, I was fairly surprised that they were able to dig themselves out of that hole today. I mean, I, I, I guess. So what you said, Hall, and you said who? Jordan Parker. Jordan Parker. I mean, I guess I'd have to go with Robert Barnes, just because. I mean, he's. He shouldn't leave the field. We again. talked about this defense can't make yeah. any turnovers, and then all of a sudden a yeah. guy I actually mean, scores points. Barnes and Trey turnover. Brown, two guys who were not in the lineup at the beginning of the year. Is that right? No, this is yeah. true. Are the two defensive backs that should never ever leave the field? So that's pretty strong saying that Robert Barnes should never leave the field after a game like that. I mean, am I wrong? No, I'm just saying I, that just yeah. shows you how. Yeah, you know, maybe they're finally developing some. Guys, you could be a little proud of on the defensive side, yeah. just in the secondary. It's uh, it's an interesting situation back there, and especially with, uh, I mean, did anybody ever say what happened to uh, Hofton? No, no, I don't. I didn't. No, that was, I thought that was really strange. Like I, Khalil. that was out of blue, out of the blue that he didn't play tonight, and then the Buki situation is a little strange. Just in that, I kind of figured he was going to play throughout. The I week. thought he was too. Maybe stop dancing so much with everybody before the game. Breaking news, he did tell a uh, a fan as he was walking up the tunnel, the guy said, Buki, you going to be ready next week. Buki said, yeah. So, <laughs> breaking news. Breaking news. Wow. You need to put that in your three keys Monday. Yeah, we might have Oh, to. yeah. Jason Man. is my videographer on yeah, Mondays. me and Eddie are just working together all the time now. Not bad. That's pretty impressive. Are we going to go anywhere on Monday for that, or are we going to just do it in the... I'm thinking about maybe... Uh, it's supposed to rain, so I don't know. You should do it from Chuck E. Cheese. I'm, <laughs> I'm not allowed within 30 feet of Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> well, you should do it in the rain. As much as I love the pizza. Is yeah. their pizza good? It actually is pretty good. It, it? cannot yeah. be that good. And the only like... reason I know that is because I went to my cousin's birthday there. It's not. I don't. I don't frequent Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> uh, Ed, I'm here for a, a large, <laughs> large cheese on a Tuesday. He gets it delivered from Chuck E. Cheese. After that, you go over to Main Event. <laughs> <laughs> Just pull up in jorts. Where's your eight year olds? I mean, give me your pepperonis. <laughs> Your next sponsor. No, is I'm be not Chuck lying because, like, I've been through. <laughs> yeah, I've been through pretty much every pizza that you can get in Norman, and I have my favorites. But like, sometimes I just want a different one. And so when I go on, like, I don't know if it's Uber Eats or Grubhub or Postmates or whatever, but one of them you don't get tell me Chuck you can e. get Chuck E. Cheese delivered. And I think really? I keep thinking like. I should really try that because I'm never going to go to Chuck E. Cheese by myself. <laughs> no, well, I hope not. Order pizza. I would hope not. But I'm curious because when I was little, I loved Chuck E. Cheese. I feel like if you do that, I you need I'm somebody sure it's not anywhere close to the same. Like, either. how awkward is it for the delivery guy that has to go in there to pick it up? That's like, <laughs> yeah. But you know what? That's the equivalent of of trying to steal a kid for autograph day to yeah. eat pizza. Like, can I borrow your kid so I can go to Chuck E. Cheese? 
Because I don't want people to think I'm weird. <laughs> that's like that's straight out of uh, Pedophile 2.0. Yes, like show uh, showbiz pizza and it had and it had the band. Showbiz went hard. Showbiz was awesome. What? What is? I don't even know what that showbiz. is. It turned into Chuck E. Cheese. Showbiz oh, had like slutty oh, okay. waitresses and stuff, didn't but it? But it had the band with the gorilla and yeah. all that. That oh, was Chuck E. Cheese. They had that. No, they had showbiz before. Yeah. Okay, it was they before. Because I remember that when I was a kid. It was before Chuck bought Showbiz. Yeah, well, there okay. was Crystals, which was my favorite. Crystals was awesome off Expressway. Yeah, it was my hood. Somewhat. Yeah, that was right up by your hood. Somewhat. It was north of Expressway, though, which Mike Gundy refers to those people as poors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are just unemployed people. Yeah. Well, he might be un- unemployed here pretty soon. I got to tell you guys, you know, you guys, I heard you guys on this podcast using the phrase pores, and I'd never heard anyone refer to people as pores except for my wife, Annie. She says that this. all the time. And then I started listening to the, this podcast and noticed you guys were saying it. Does so. she use it in it's the same funny, way that we use it? Yes. It's a like, funny. Exactly it's the a same funny, way you use it's it. It's a funny phrase. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, because I'm poor, it. but it, I don't consider myself a poor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah, we're not talking. We're not talking about people that don't have money. Like, I know. That's a, if you the, are, if you're on welfare, uh, in your home, that's a horrible deal. But like, if you're making like thirty six, you know, a year or something, uh, and you. When you go to a restaurant, you ask for like three extra things of. Uh, silverware, plasticware, even though you just got like one thing to eat, like you're being a poor. <laughs> to take home with you. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's just another phrase for what they used to call white trash. <laughs> well, Annie, Annie used to work. She's going to kill me for this, but she used to work at a restaurant. I won't even say where. And she just said, Just don't tell her you did this podcast. Can I guess? She's not going to listen. Can I guess? You can guess. All right. Tell me more and I'll guess. No, no. <laughs> Anyway, she used to say that people who I would probably describe as poors would come in and they'd order water, uh-huh. but they'd get they'd ask for a bunch of lemons and a bunch of sugar and yeah. they'd make their own lemonade. Oh my <laughs> god, yeah, that's being a poor right there. That is the poorest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. It's like what's the what's the is it I'm gonna get you sucker with uh Chris Rock when he goes in and he asks he's like, How much is a how much is a plate of ribs? He's like Five dollars. He's like, how many ribs and, and a plate? He's like, five. He's like, just give me one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always loved that lemonade stuff. And That's it apparently great. happened all the time. So That's awesome. That I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> I don't even like lemonade. <laughs> just see, just to get the reaction out of the uh, out of the waitress. But then you go outside and set up a lemonade stand. And <laughs> start and selling it. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> Better have a permit for that. Uh, are there, Jason? Are there any? Uh, can you think of anything? It's like people don't remember this. Jason was like one of the first podcast guests back in the day. Like we did a one-on-one when you yeah. left the OUB back yeah. in the day. Back kind of when we didn't know all. I'd be back. Yeah, there's got to be some stuff in there that you wish you wouldn't have said by now. No. Yeah, now that you're back. Yeah, now that you're back on the you beat. burned the bridges. Th- I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I, I, I thought about going back and listening to it just to terrorize you with stuff in I, case I, there was. I, I I can't really think of anything that I said that I mean I, I was I never went in there planning to, to burn it all down. <laughs> I was unemployed that week though. The place I went to work for is now out of business. Yeah. So that was well, a they good like decision. Facebook video a lot. Yeah, it was 
terrible. You don't even arch- your archives for it. I know they took it all, all the down. work that you did is just doesn't gone. even just, exist. And and for me, like I don't care really because I have a lot of other clips. But there are a lot of people that that was like their first job, and now they have nothing no to show clips. for it. Yeah. So yeah. Resume builder. That's not a resume builder. Cock sucks. <laughs> they tried to get me fired one time. It's a terrible company, but the athletic isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to the Athletic. <laughs> no, no, I'm, you know we haven't. Like Jared was on our podcast, but you know they haven't had an album out in a while, so he had nothing to promote. But uh, I mean, I think it's good. I, I like having you on because we're a subscription website. You're a subscription website, so it's good for you know, morale. Yeah, a lot of the people listening aren't afraid to pay a little money to yeah to get information. Well, and I think the a lot of what we do is different too. Yeah. And, and yeah. I think that you kind of get, you know, different styles of whatever. And yeah. Do you get a lot good. of people that complain about, I shouldn't have to pay to read my sooner information. <laughs> so uh, not, not as much as you think. Honestly, you don't have a message board. I, I've, I've actually been a little bit surprised by that, yeah. uh, that I haven't gotten more complaints about that. I mean, occasionally there are complaints about it just on Twitter, but it really hadn't been that bad. So, Twitter's a small world. It is. It's much smaller than we all think it is. We talked about it a lot. Like it, it really warps everyone's sense of reality. Yeah. Because people aren't that big of assholes in real life. They're just they're no. just not. No. No. I, I can't tell I mean like the the people that I run into on a daily basis, even about the podcast, like there was a guy the other day I ran into a seven eleven, uh, and he was with his family and he stopped me and said, Hey man, I love the podcast and uh, listen to it all the time, and it was great to hear that. And I love it when people do that in public. Uh, but I've never had one person in public come up to me and go, Eddie sucks. You should fire him. I mean, like. That's because those types of people would never do that. They would never say that to somebody's face because they're bitches. <laughs> they only do it on iTunes reviews. Diamond Dave. Have people said that on <laughs> iTunes reviews? Yes. <laughs> Diamond Dave. Oh, you should go look at the unofficial 40 in the uh, the post-game nice. show reviews and do latest reviews. I don't know. It's become like a thing. Diamond Dave doesn't like me. Okay. Diamond Dave soon. They're like... I told him to suck. Right. N- 90%... 90% of all our reviews have something to say about how much they love Eddie. And like 2% are from people that hate Eddie. <laughs> but I've, I've, this, this is nice to me. I've asked them to pray for me. Well, that is nice. That is very thoughtful of you. Thank you. Taking the high road. I always do. <laughs> and shots at Jim Traber. <laughs> all right. Well, Kersey, we appreciate you, man. We appreciate you being a part of the podcast. Anytime. It's fun. Uh, Not any time, because I don't want to stay up this late with you fools. (laughs) Legitimately 4 a.m. I thought I was going to be uploading this all. No, it's it's 3 a.m. It's 3 a.m. I know, but that's why I said legitimately. Body clock. No, thanks for having me. No, I'm glad to have you. I always thought of you uh, as coming on and being one of the special guests. But uh, let's just end it with this. 5146. Uh, Sooners win it. It was a weird game, ugly game. What do you think that this game does? We'll start with you, Jason. What does this game do for Oklahoma uh, in their national reputation as it pertains to the football playoff? I I don't think it's good for that. I mean, I think tonight 
I think tonight showed, and I wrote about this tonight, that they're not a national championship contender, not right now. Maybe they will be, um, but on this on the same night at the same time that Alabama went into the toughest place to play maybe in college football and clobbered them. maybe the best defense in college just football. beat the shit out of them, clobbered them, um, and, you know, there's a stark contrast between the best team in college football and what OU is right now, and that – it may not be what people want to hear, but it's, it's the it's, truth. It's I mean, not a dig at OU though. I mean, it it's it, it is the truth. It is yeah. what OU it is. OU is not on that level yet. And I'm not. I don't. They're not I on did, Clemson's level yet. There no. aren't a lot of teams that are on that level. There's, there's two, two. There's yeah. There's, there's one two. and two. There's one and two. And after that, I mean, Michigan had a good day today, but Notre Dame struggled with Northwestern. No, I, I I'm not sold on Notre Dame at all. No, I'm not either. I I think they're going to be tested by Syracuse. That'll be a top fifteen game. Uh, the, the whole Florida getting beat today by Missouri. Florida's a really bad football team. Got Florida's a bad football K- team. Kentucky got beat real bad by Georgia. Yeah. They were obviously they weren't not. ready for that. Offensively, stage. LSU's a bad football team too. They are. They are. So like I I understand, I mean, but I mean you, Alabama like, twenty nine to nothing. That is a thorough. No, it's yeah. an ass whooping. It's yeah. an ass whooping. But the thing is, here's the thing. Like OU is not that far off. Like like you know I talked about this I think last week. Like Dabo Sweeney. It took him six years to to win a national championship at Clemson, but when he took over, that was not a national powerhouse. I mean, they're still doing that stupid stuff. That I think it's dumb where they put headstones in a grave, a fake graveyard, and stuff. I mean, yeah. that's hokey. That's that's agony. And they do I mean, a lot of weird shit up there at Clemson. I mean, they rushing the field. The field yeah, and they stormed the field. They still every... operate like mm-hmm. a t- like a program that hasn't been bunch there. of fanboy oh, reporters. I mean, it's just oh, it's, it's terrible. It's, it's Clemson's weird. one of the worst. But hey, I spent some time in the SEC and there's a lot of beats like that, I promise. Walking soul. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um, they have nothing to cheer for. They should they Arkansas has nothing to cheer for. They should be allowed to cheer for the team. The the, the, the reporters, reporters, yeah. yeah. It's like that's that's it's, how bottom barrel Arkansas is right being now. Being an Arkansas media person right now. Oh, like, I'm so glad I don't cover them right now because uh, the fans probably just want to kill awful. you as much as they. Well, want to no fire one's at the game. No, like, I, I don't even the, know if people care about it anymore. Oh, it's it's miserable, miserable. Um, but I mean, I I guess from tonight, what I would take away, I mean, they they played, they won. It, it was a, I mean, it's a good win. It's a win because. It's not a good win, but it's a win, and wins come at a premium, and you want to win the game, obviously. But um, it was a it, to me, it was just further proof they are the Big Twelve front runner, and that's about it. And yeah, and you wanted- and they didn't fire Mike Stoops to win Big Twelve championships. They fired him because they need, they want to win national championships. Well, are I, they the front? I, are they the front runner right now? Who? Oh, you for what to win the Big Twelve? I I think so, but well, I mean, I don't know. After today, the West problem Virginia. is no one is consistent in this league. Yeah, Texas is is a crazy girlfriend. West Virginia, I mean, they. I think it's West Virginia, no you. I do too. I just I, I mean, West Virginia probably I mean, hell, Texas will they be favored in Morgantown? Now. If 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 all things stay the same and everybody wins out, yeah, I bet they will. I bet West Virginia will be favored. I bet it'll be a pick 'em. I bet it'll be close, but just because Oklahoma will be, I mean, has any here's tough. the thing though, if West Virginia is a favorite, talk all you want about Texas losing to Oklahoma State the way they did, but West Virginia is the only one of these three that has really just had it handed to them by somebody. Yeah, 
No, they have. They went to Iowa State. Yeah. I, yeah, but Iowa State's playing really well right now. Yeah. Shit, if Iowa OU's, State. OU ought to be glad that they got that out of the way. Wins out, out, Purdy. If Iowa State right. wins out, they're playing in Arlington. Correct. No, they got two Wait, losses. Is that, is that right? But if OU beats West Virginia, then everyone has two, two losses, losses with them. And Iowa State would beat Texas Iowa would have beat West Virginia. and West Virginia. They yeah, they, I, it'd be, be Iowa Texas. State OU. Wait, when it'd do be, they play Texas? In a couple weeks, okay. two weeks. I, uh, Texas comes out here and so plays can, in Lubbock next weekend, and then in Austin. Right uh, I don't know. That's, no, that's too would, much. Money. I mean, there would be, like, for instance, I Alan Bowman's West situation has to lose will, to somebody else for that to happen. Right. That, but that would mean that OU would be beating. West Virginia, if that makes sense. No, they would have to lose to West Virginia. Well, they'd have to lose to OSU or somebody before they got to West Virginia. And they're so psychotic, it might happen. I don't know. Where's that game at? Stillwater? Which game? OSU and West Virginia? No, I'm saying OU would have to lose in Bedlam. Oh, I got you. They well, need a second loss to make it a 4 well, West well, Virginia plays in Stillwater this year. If OU loses in Bedlam next week, and we'll all be in witness protection by Sunday. Which, by the way, as we record this, we don't know what time that game will oh, be. God. But yeah, because you listen God forbid to this, that anybody, you probably will know. God forbid anybody in the Big 12 offices stay up past 1230 to make any type Bob of decision. Bob Bowlesby was there tonight. We should have just, just all cornered him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about let's talk about uh let's talk about video games. Oh God! Let's bring video games to the Big Twelve, guys. What do you think about that? Shut up, Bob. Go back to Arlington. Go back to Frisco. Nobody wants to hear from you. Irving, third time's the charm. Go back to Irving. Did you get that out? <laughs> yeah, I think so. All right, well, we're gonna shut it down. We appreciate Jason Kersey. Uh, thanks to the road crew. Thanks to Eskridge Lexus uh, as well for uh, being the official travel partner of the uh, the Eskridge Lexus post game podcast. It'd be real weird if they weren't, because we named the podcast after him. Um, so thanks to uh, Ed and everybody at uh, Eskridge Lexus. Uh, we'll try and bring the uh, RX three fifty back in one piece. It's kind of bar close to some people right now. It's kind of worrying me. It's gonna make me hard to sleep. Uh, anyway, thanks to everybody for listening. We'll be back again next week uh, after Bedlam. And uh, who knows? Maybe. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, we just have to say you didn't get this. You didn't get it out of this weekend like you'd hoped. Oh, you kind of struggles uh, nationally. They're still probably when the rankings come out going to be about what they were this week. Uh, so they'll just have to keep on playing, keep on winning, uh, and see how it works out. So thanks to Jason, thanks to Bob, thanks to Eddie. I'm Kerry Murdoch, and we see you guys next time on the Eskridge Lexus Post Game Podcast.